Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. It's a Friday morning celebrating the end of the week, kind of an end of the week ticker tape parade. We've got Bush and Richie here, Emma Jones on news, uh, Nick and Adem producing. Good to have you all on board. Boy, are we celebrating the end of the week. Uh, we've, we've enjoyed looking after the breakfast show this week. We're doing it again next week. But it oh. is exhausting, isn't it? It is exhausting. I, I don't look great. I had a little look at myself in the mirror yesterday. I think my eyes have actually disappeared. <laughs> I think it was tiredness that last night made me wonder this thought. And I do want to ask yourself and Emma uh, your opinion on this. Is there a certain age threshold where it becomes acceptable to wear glasses on a chain? (laughs) (laughs) No. So, uh, please define no. To clarify your answer, does that mean it's never acceptable? Yeah. Oh, I like it. There's something. um, There's something like tradesperson about it. In that, you know, someone with glasses on a chain, it's almost like they take their glasses off allow them to hang around with the chain and then they go off to the back store room to find something for you. It's got that kind of look about it. I like it. I've got my glasses here. I I only really need to sort of uh, wear them for driving or watching a film or watching television. But when I get tired in the evenings and I'm watching telly at home, but then you need to take your glasses off to have a conversation with your wife or or look on your tablet or your phone and then you have to put your glasses Why back on. Why do you on. have to take them off and put them back on again though for those things? Because those things are closer than the television which is further away. I see. And it's all getting quite tiring putting it down on a <laughs> like side table or that kind of thing. And then also sometimes I, I don't know where I've put them then and all this kind of thing. So I actually sat there last night and I rested them on my gut as I was watching <laughs> telly. And I thought to myself this would be so much easier if they were on the chain. But the problem, for me, is the only person that I can really think of that has worn glasses on a chain in my lifetime is Larry Grayson. Good old Larry Grayson, <laughs> shut that door. Yeah, and there aren't many trailblazers like him, and I wonder whether I could be that... I bet you don't even know who Larry Grayson is, do you? Yeah. You do? I, I know I'm young, but I'm not... Stupid. Okay, that's good. She's done her research. <laughs> but, you, but that's probably because he's the most famous chain yes, wearing. Yes, and that, in fact, that's what go. I know him for. Do you remember Are You Being Served? Yes, I do. Did John Inman have... Yes, he did. There's a second. We're going down a particular route here. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll fit. I don't there's know. There's a theme developing. <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Tweet us at Absolute... Do you wear your glasses on a chain? This is a oh, very niche good. question to oh, ask. I'd love that as a Of our phone. audience. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Here comes Richie Fur. <laughs> Uh, it is the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show with Bush and Richie. It's a Friday morning. Things have gone a bit demob happy already. It's only 17 minutes past six. Richie potentially might be getting some glasses on chain. I was asking whether people think it's acceptable. To be quite frank, I shouldn't even have asked. If I want to have glasses on a chain... <laughs> <laughs> in 2019, I would love thankfully, it. we've reached a place where I can wear glasses on a chain. You guys could do nothing about it. It would make my week. If you got some over the weekend, it would make my week. I would, I would love it. Uh, and we, got, we we were just asking, is there, an, is there anyone out there in, in the world that still wears these things? And we've got some intel. Yes, we have. John Inman and um, Larry Grayson Larry were Grace. the only ones we could think of. Yeah. Quite rightly, it's been pointed out here on text. <laughs> Don't forget Tim Wanacott, all right? Yes. Who um, hosted Bargain Hunt. That, I, I don't know who he is. 
You do. You Wait, know him. Let he, me just let me just Google. He that. was on Strictly. He was he hosted Barking Hunt. Very flamboyant glasses. Uh, uh, Emma, I'm young, but I'm not stupid, oh, Jones. Oh yes. Yeah. No, I do. I know who he is. She knows he's like it, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Penny's um, dropped. And then David Dickinson <laughs> as yes. well. Do you know, you know the theme with all of these, right? Every single one of them, and I, I feel that you need you do need to do this if you're going to get glasses on chain. Get them, but all of these people have got a catchphrase. <laughs> Shut that door. Very true. I'm free, yes. etc. Um, maybe we need to come up, if you're going to get these uh, glasses on chains over the weekend, maybe we do need to come up with, with a little... I'd like to see you being parading around with some form of uh, a catchphrase on Monday as well. <laughs> OK. Because you've got your glasses on chain. Yeah, so... Because uh, they, they could turn up. The chain could turn up by Monday. I've checked on Amazon, talking eight quid... What, what is it? You buy like a chain with some little rubber hooks on the end. How does yeah, it work? So that, uh, you got like little rubber sheaths that would go on the end of the arms of your your glasses. Yeah. Um, and then that just hangs around your neck. I love it. Uh, eight quid. Prime deliveries here tomorrow. <laughs> so I turn up Monday's breakfast show and they're around. Like a sixty-year-old curtain shop owner. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Watching television last night, I realised I'm tired of taking off my glasses, trying to work out where they are, put them back on again, all that kind of thing. I need glasses on a chain. Is it acceptable for a 42-year-old gentleman in 2019? Varying responses. Uh, Emma has texted to say, I wear my glasses on a funky lanyard. Ooh. Used to have a, be- uh, a bearded cord. No, a beaded cord. <laughs> nice of you to admit it, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's me outing her, I'm sorry. Uh, a beaded cord, not a beard one and a fabric one. How do you think sports people don't lose their glasses? Uh, Big Tony in West Yorkshire says... Sorry, Emma. <laughs> Sorry, Emma. Bearded cord. Um, uh, I bought some Polaroid glasses for fishing that came with a cord attached, which is the new millennium twist on a chain. But I tell you what, if they did come with a chain, I'd gladly have said I'm free every time I took them on and off. <laughs> and then someone else leaves no name here, says, Rich, you've got to think about this. What about the man who did the horse racing and called his wife the booby? You can't be in that category. What's his name again, John... John McCrick. Yes. Yeah. I think he's, he's recently left us, hasn't he? Yeah. He has, God yeah. bless him. But there you go, another person. Plenty of, yeah, chain-wearing people. Chain-wearing people. Uh, Bonnie, what do you reckon? What's your well, opinion? I think they've got a purpose in life, so yes, they're very good, Okay. I say. Are you got I someone that you... Work. Tell us about the person you work with. Yes, well, she's just had some false teeth, bless her, and um, she can't stand having the bottom ones in, so she takes them out all the time. Leaves them somewhere in the office, in a bag or in a bit of tissue. We're always trying to chuck them out because we think it's rubbish. Oh. And I've, I've decided that she needs some sort of chain or something to hang them in. <laughs> teeth on a chain. But then, <laughs> but then Bonnie, when she has to put the teeth in, there'd be a chain going into her mouth. Well, yeah, there would. But, um, you know, we, maybe could modify it and make it into a little bag or a pouch that she could put into them in. <laughs> Oh, dear, oh. Bonnie. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Friday morning, we're talking about potentially false teeth on a chain. <laughs> I, I, I think what we should do is the 6.30 news. I think everyone agrees we reset the show. Start again. Start over. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute Radio. So, right now, we're giving you the chance to win a £250 Wix gift card with a game that we like to call A Night on the Tiles. Uh, this is all because there's currently 15% off tiles when you spend a minimum of £100 in any Wix store. Uh, we've taken an Absolute Radio interview with a mystery celebrity, slowed them down a little bit to make them sound like they've had a couple of shandies, uh, A Night on the Tiles. We're talking Jaeger bombs, absinthe, the lot. All you need to do is obviously identify the celebrity you could win the £250 Wix gift card. Who's this? Biologists say, but it took four billion years to go from the origin of life on Earth to anything that's even remotely sensible. He does sound like me after I've had a couple of Tyskies. <laughs> but have we slowed him down enough? Uh, right, if you think you know who has had a proper night on the tiles, call us now, 0330 123 1215. The number again, 0330 123... <laughs> the glasses have come back on at this point on the chain. That's what that would what be. What to your accent? <laughs> i tell you again, the number again. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The fallout from Richie saying that he might get a chain for his glasses is still <laughs> continues on the show. I love this text. I had to laugh as I've uh, got myself a chain for my glasses recently. Like Richie too, I was forever taking them off and losing them and hunting all over the house for them. It's been a game changer. However, I just want to add that I'm a 54-year-old lady, <laughs> but you wear them with pride, Richie, lad. <laughs> Thank you text. very much. Thanks for your support. <laughs> Listen, right now we are giving you the chance to win a £250 Wix gift card with a game that we like to call a night on the tiles. There's 15% off tiles when you spend a minimum of £100 in any Wix store. Uh, we've taken an Absolute Radio interview with a mystery celebrity. We've slowed them down. We've made them sound like they've had a right night on the tiles. And thinking that he's got the right answer is Ben in Portsmouth. How are you, Ben? Uh, morning, lads. Yeah, all good, you? Yeah, yeah we're good. How's things in Portsmouth? We're always impressed with Portsmouth when we go through there to go to the Isle of Wight Festival with your big pointy spiky tower, whatever it's called. What's that called? Uh, yeah, you got me there. The Spinnaker Tower, isn't it? <laughs> is it the spin- <laughs> How do you live yeah, there and yeah. not know what it's no, called, Emirates. man? Come on, Ben. It's, it's, it's Emirates now, isn't it? Isn't it the Emirates? The Emirates Tower. They sponsor all the good places. Ben, what are you doing this weekend? Entice us with your weekend plans. Well, hopefully I'll be doing some decorating. All right, <laughs> he's got it set out. He's focused <laughs> on the prize. Uh, well, Ben, yeah, which celebrity yeah. do you think has been slowed down with a right night on the tiles? Uh, it's the infamous Brian Cox. Let's have a listen. Biologists say, but it took four billion years to go from the origin of life on Earth to anything that's even remotely sensible. There we go. Well, Ben, look at that. Your, your, your weekend of DIY is happening. Well done. Fantastic. £250 Wix gift card. Uh, right now, 15% off tiles when you spend £100 or more. Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. This is a very exciting thing, but what you're hearing right now is us putting together Monday's breakfast show. Primarily, I think when you look at it, although I speak for myself here. Because neither Bush nor I have much going on this weekend, yep. we're after from you. What do you have going on this weekend that would mean that we'd want to call you back on Monday to find out how it went? So almost like what you hear from people today on this show might be like a cliffhanger. Like, you know, at the end of EastEnders, exactly. you think, I've got to find out what happens to Phil. It is our Friday cliffhanger. Because for me, 
as you heard yesterday. I'm putting £48.60 in a petrol tank and seeing if it'll get me down to Swanage and back. Uh, and as we found out yesterday, even if he deviates off course by a mile, he's going to break down. <laughs> <laughs> he's just budgeted for that amount of petrol. But is that really a Friday cliffhanger? I'll chuck one into the mix, right? I'm, this weekend, I'm supposed to get back my Ancestry.com results. Oh. I've done the swab thing in the mouth and everything like that, oh, and they're going to yeah. tell me what percentage I am and where I herald from, from what part of the world. Now... I just hope I don't get linked with a crime. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm really obsessed with real-life crime and all that kind of stuff, real crime stories. I don't want to get linked to a crime. Speaking of someone who's known you for a while, can't roll it out. Fair chance. I had to move, I had to move out of Devon in a hurry. <laughs> oh, well, now, that is a cliffhanger. So, what, we find out, we find out on Monday... Yeah. ..who you are. Exactly who I, who I am. And I, I want to do it, I want to announce it by doing the bit where I turn to camera really slowly at the start of <laughs> Who Do You Think You Are. Yeah. <laughs> Find that out on Monday. There's a little cliffhanger. That's great. For you. Okay, well, we got one. We've got one. one in the bag. And, and I'll tell you whether I made it to Swanager back on that £48.60. pence. Two co- uh, I called them, nearly called it a coat hanger. That's completely the wrong thing. <laughs> Two cliffhangers in the bag. Emma, you got a little cliffhanger for us? I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Oh. Yeah. Eagerly checking the forecast because it's an outside wedding. Um, in the Midlands. Outside okay. wedding in the Midlands. What, pub car park, somewhere like that? Yeah, yeah I think so, something like that. <laughs> a little bit of jeopardy then. If you can hear the EastEnders kind of drums at the end of what you're saying, then you know you've got a cliffhanger. For example, Kevin in Maidenhead says, I'm off to watch a wrestling show in Cheltenham on Sunday to watch my favourite Japanese wrestler on his retirement tour. Oh. <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> uh, right, let's, uh, let's, let's speak to our first cliffhanger, or indeed co-hanger. Uh, <laughs> that'll be in my head. Let's get it out of my mind. Sarah, what's going on this weekend? I'm having a new horse. You're having a new horse? Yeah, so excited. What a brilliant way to put it, I'm having a new horse. <laughs> Have you got a horse well, that you're shifting out to get a new one in, or what's the score with this? No, it's just, just, just a new one. I haven't got one at the moment, so... So you get your first horse? It's not my first horse, no. Oh, right. I have never had such a strange, evasive conversation with someone about a horse before. Well, I could be really morbid, right? My old horse is buried out the field. Right. So this is my replacement horse. Oh, OK. OK, right. replacement horse. And you know what type you're getting, Richie? And I don't really know anything about horses, so what type you get? Uh, yeah, no, it's just a horse. Do you oh. not get types of horse? You must get types. Of course you do, yeah, but this is this is She's just a... a Cross thing. I, I'm something yeah. going on here. <laughs> <laughs> something going on here. It's not a cut and shut. Can you get sh- horse cut and shuts? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we're, 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 so we're, we're, we're building Monday's show. We're going to call you back to find out how the new horse went. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. We're after your weekend cliffhangers. What's happening this weekend to you? That means we should get back in touch with you on Monday, find out how it went. Linda in Cambridge, 14-year-old 4K. Having a service and MOT tomorrow, will it pass? Uh, Dan says, after 35 years as a northerner, I'm moving from Leeds to Bournemouth this weekend. Uh, right, Sue, what is happening to you this weekend means we need to get back in touch on Monday. Well, it's um, my son is taking his CBT course tomorrow morning um, mm-hmm. so that he can ride his moped and be um, free and uh, be able to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Wow. Have you ever done a CBT, Richie? You've done CBT? Do you know what? I did the, uh, I did the, little, um, the little shortcut in that I had a... 23cc uh, a four- <laughs> hair dryer. <laughs> no, no, no. I had a 50cc hair dryer that was limited to 29 miles an hour. <laughs> so I, 
<laughs> I what are those it. bikes like? I'm always fascinated by it. It's like the sound of a bee trapped inside a biscuit tin. <laughs> uh, but I could get 33 out of it downhill. Good lad. Well, that's that's momentum for you. <laughs> but um, it's, a, it's it's a long day. Having done the CBT before, you've got a, your high-vis vest on, you spend an entire day driving around, so if you don't pass, you'd be well miffed off, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I think you will be, yeah. But it's a big so, thing, so, and it's, yeah. it's less about the CBT, it's more about his freedom, isn't it, Sue? Yeah, absolutely. What's yeah, his name? Definitely. Just so we get to know uh, him Louis. and we're ready for Monday, what's his Louis. name? <laughs> Louis. Louis. Okay. Is Louis yeah. confident or not? So he's ridden a few bikes out in the in the farmers' fields and that, and um, <laughs> okay. you know, like you do when you get a just like the roads, bike. yeah, it's like the Great Escape. <laughs> All right, well, fingers crossed, we'll find out on Monday. All right, then, brilliant. Cheers, Sue. <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. This text says, Bush Ritchie, I'm covering the first aid side of the Molden motocross event uh, with the St John's Ambulance. Wow, that sounds pretty cool. It does. It's, although it's a cliffhanger, it's kind of one of those ones that we'd call on Monday hoping that nothing happened. Yeah, like met a famous person, that'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, that'd not, be good. Not treated a knee injury. <laughs> Don't hear about it. Nothing no. gory. Uh, we've got Val on the line. Val, tell us about your weekend cliffhanger. We normally go on a mystery tour every year and we normally end up at Chesterfield. Who's this? Who's this? Tell us. <laughs> Chesterfield. <laughs> who, 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 Please, who God, don't this? let that be the cliffhanger. <laughs> well, there's a group of us ladies. We're all of a certain age and we abandon our husbands for the weekend and we take off on a mystery tour. Right. So this year we decided we wanted to go, we knew, wanted to know where we were going. So this, this trip is travel down to London. We're leaving... Chesterfield. North East at, no, we're leaving the North East <laughs> England at 6.25 in the morning. Right. And we get to London, and after that, we're not sure what's happening. Right. We know, we know we're going to a matinee show somewhere, mm-hmm. and that we're staying in a hotel somewhere, mm-hmm. but we don't know where. That's a cliffhanger and a half. Surely one of you is booking <laughs> it, though. Someone must be making the plans. Otherwise, it can't be complete anarchy and chaos. It's National Express holidays. Oh, so National Express know what it is? Oh, yeah, so we're going National Express. Hold on a minute. Sorry, rewind. So what, you can do a thing with National Express where you... you, It's almost like, you know, when you you did the old-fashioned packet holiday and you don't know where you're going. Is it like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. That's great. That's brilliant. I like the idea of a National Express holiday. Me too. Now, you can imagine the quality of everything. (laughs) It's costing us £99 each. Wow, that's brilliant. What a bargain. so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Ocean's Eleven, but up north. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to call you back on Monday. We're going to find out what the show was and what the yeah. hotel was, what it was all like. OK. All right, and do a, do a head count on the way back on the bus to make sure you all get picked <laughs> up, all right? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
Right now, the poignant end of a journey that uh, we started earlier this week uh, concerning this silly, singing little yellow giraffe. Uh, it's a it's a giraffe toy. It's got a weebling bottom and it sings the first line only of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. So it irritated me for the last 18 months of my life. Uh, thankfully, my toddler, Rocco, has grown out of it. Uh, and I don't want to inflict it on anyone else. Recycled many toys and passed on to new homes. This one, I can't inflict on anybody. It's horrendous. And it was Jack who uh, offered his company uh, to put an end finally to it. I was a bit worried about you saying Jack offered his company. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Jack. Uh, Who uh, offered a patio that uh, this little toy could go under. Uh, And it is Jack that we want to speak to right now. How are you, Jack? I'm pretty good, man. Not too bad. Looking forward to the weekend. We've got a little something for you. And it goes like this. I hope it's still on because (laughs) it's yours for a patio. It's mine for a patio. I thought I was losing the Twitter poll. It was neck and neck for a bit. Neck and neck for a bit, but it's all good. And then we stuffed the ballot and you've won. So congratulations. (laughs) You managed to swindle me, yeah? Well played. (laughs) So you you have kindly offered then to uh, put this in concrete, encase it in concrete, a little bit like Hans Solo and Carbonite, and put it underneath someone's patio that you're building at the moment. I, I can make that happen for you guys, yeah, for sure. So what we're going to do, Jack, we're going to put new batteries in it to give it that, that, that last bit of life. We'll seal up all the uh, all the little cracks and then it'll go yeah. in and it'll just sing and sing and sing and sing until you pull the concrete on top of it. Or, or hopefully until those poor little batteries run out. <laughs> and just so we know, for the future, so Absolute Radio listeners know as well, what area yeah. will it be buried in? Don't Not specifics, just so they know what kind of area it'll be buried in. Beckenham. 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 <laughs> yeah. Great. Can't wait. Thanks, fella. Jack, eternally grateful. And when it happens, tell us, because, do you know what? I'm interested in being there just to see it. Fantastic. Sounds great. I'll let you know. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, meanwhile, in other news, a bit of a treat for me. I'm off to go and see my mum and dad tonight. So when this show finishes, I'm going to do a little solo drive. And I'm not know how much petrol I'm going to put in. Let's see what happens. <laughs> maverick, maverick. A bit of a maverick. But you know, the thing I'm looking forward to the most is my mum's liver, bacon and onion special that she always does when I go home. Ooh, liver. Li- liver, bacon and onion with loads of gravy, mashed potato as well. I absolutely love it. That's my- a real wartime meal, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, thanks, Emma. I'll pass it on to her. She can use that on the poster. <laughs> but it is it is a meal that kind of won us the war. But I'm never allowed to have it because my other half, Katie, is a vegetarian. So the thought of me doing liver bacon and onion round at our house, it just ain't going to happen in a million years. I'd say that's, that's yeah. peak anti-Katie. It is. Yes. It's probably the, the, wor- the worst point you can get mm. if you're a vegetarian, that meal. But I, I imagine, I don't know if this is true, but I presume that most people must have a meal that their folks make for them when they go home. Uh, because they know that they love it. I always call them like a, a, a going-home meal. Have you guys got anything like that? Yeah, my mum always does a lasagna, which it sounds basic, but you know when your parents do it and they have like all the nice bits to go with it? Like, they know what you like. They'll do like a nice salad and they'll have a nice garlic bread and they'll probably have a nice bottle of wine. It's not like when you do your own lasagna, it's just a bit rubbish. Have that on your knee watching the news. Yeah, no, they do all the lovely extras. All nice the bread. Yeah. So is that your mum's special dish kind of thing or is it just mainly because of you? She likes doing it for you when you go back. She'll always do it when the kids are home. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice, isn't it? I, like I don't it. think my dad would necessarily necessarily say that he was that kind of person <laughs> however he, his speciality and uh, he knows I like it <laughs> and it sounds more ostentatious than it's meant to be it always say whatever the whatever the meal yeah 
Do you want as a starter a little bit of um, parmesan and rocket? Some balsamic. Oh, it's very Italian restaurant, late 90s. Yeah, but you only get about three sprigs of rocket and a, a dribble. <laughs> it's good, though. It's good to be having a starter in the modern world of, of home cooking. Very rarely do you get a starter. <laughs> That's for your very true. It's very true. It's good. So your dad's one's there is the... Is his, uh, he's kind of uh, trademarking... A, sig- a signature starter, if signature. that is possibly a thing. <laughs> Let us know, then, if you have a going-home meal, a meal that your parents might make for you when you go back home because you know they know that you like it. Steve Morris says... Uh, my mum always does her chicken a la king, normally made with the leftover chicken from a Sunday roast. <laughs> nice. Brogan says, I wish I had a special meal when I go home. My mum makes meringues and cookies. When my brother comes home, what do I get? Raw chicken in the fridge for me to cook. <laughs> How bleak. Uh, Bren, straight in there with beef stew and dumplings all bubbling away in a huge saucepan. The good thing about that as a dish is that's a smell straight. It's, it's the moment you're in the front door, you've got that smell. It's like a little bisto moment under the mm. nose, isn't it? Darren Smythe says, uh, he normally has a KFC with a chicken side. Let's not get into that again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not break through that again. Uh, we do have Woody on the line, though. Woody, mate, how old are you? I'm 13. 13. What are you doing at the moment? you got, like, eight months off school or whatever it is you lot have got? Oh, uh, yeah, I've got six weeks off school and I'm going late district now. Oh, you you'll like that. You're having a hell of a time, yeah. you are. Are you, are you missing school, though? You'd rather be back, wouldn't you? Pardon? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> Woody. Uh, Woody. What is, this, what is this dish? I think it's your nan that you've uh, got a signature dish. Oh, uh, yeah. She makes a really good stew. Brilliant. And you go to your nan's house on, on a regular basis, is that right? Yeah, we go there every Thursday. Then after we have the stew, she always makes us, she always gives us a nice Viennetta. Viennetta oh, and stew. Oh, my goodness. I'd sit through a stew to get a Viennetta. What a night. What a nan. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> what, oh, what a night. Oh, what a nan. <laughs> uh, Woody, uh, what's your nan's name? Uh, my nan's name's uh, Joyce. Joyce, cracking nan name as that well. That is a belter of a nan name. Uh, well, listen, you sound like you have an amazing nan. Do you love her? Oh, uh, yeah. Love her a lot. I should oh. think about that one, didn't I? <laughs> Bless you. Well, listen, good to speak to you and have a cracking time uh, in the Lake District. Let us know what it was yeah. like next week on our Cliffhanger special. Okay, I will. Thank you. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, if you're listening to us mid-commute right now, uh, an interesting thing that happened to me yesterday and a reminder about the core principles that Bush and I have with the British Transport Social Police. Mm-hmm. This is a task force that we put together on our home time show, which will be back on in a week or so's time after we've finished caretaking breakfast for day. We've finished running ourselves uh, tiredness-wise into the ground <laughs> doing this. Uh, but the British Transport Social Police, uh, we're a force that we've put together to look after the, what well, obviously the less important things, but they're still important. Yeah, imagine the Taliban, but a bit of a laugh. <laughs> That's one <laughs> That's the way of looking that's at what, it. Yeah. That's, that's what it, it is. That's it, definitely, yes. You know, yes, like yes. stopping people from putting their feet on seats, exactly. that kind of thing. Or eating uh, really, really odiously uh, smelling crisps at yeah. 8.30 in the morning. No so, crisps before 11am. There's the rules. <laughs> that's our ruling. It's in the Constitution. Yesterday, a reminder about the importance of eating food on public transport. I'm on the tube in London, all right? Yeah. Victoria Line. I'm in the front carriage. Obviously, at the front of the carriage, you've got the driver's cab. Mm-hmm. Train pulls into a station, stops, doors open, people get on and off. But then the cab door opens into the carriage. Oh, wow, I've never even seen that door open before. It was dark, because obviously it's just into the tunnel. Yeah. So, driver pokes his head round and he just goes, I knew it! 
I knew I could smell McDonald's. You've got to, <laughs> you've got to think about the driver in there. I'm so hungry. Can I have a chip, please? What? And the, and the lady who was eating was like, I'm really sorry. Yeah, of course you can. Gives him a chip and he's like, oh, thanks. I'm so hungry. Gets back in, shuts the door, beep, 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 door shut, off we go again. That is ri- ridiculous. <laughs> it was just the most... <laughs> unbelievable. I, I thought the guy was a legend. Yeah. It was just the most incredible thing I've ever seen. But it did remind me, when you're sat there eating that smelly food on public transport, you think about those who can't eat. Well, this is the thing, right? I think one, one part of the constitution for the BTSP is uh, obviously bad smelly food. That's mm-hmm. horrible. However, there's good smelly food, which would make other people feel more hungry. Exactly. falls under Section 17C, I think. Think in that case. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Absolute Radio 50,000 pounds. We should blow the cash. If we were to win it, right, blow the cash on a Hometime uh, narrowboat week. Oh, a week wow. away on, on a narrowboat. What about that? Do the show every evening from a narrowboat. See what, I'd, I've never been on one, never set foot on a narrowboat or canal boat. I don't know what they're called, really, but I'd love to have a little holiday on one. Uh, it looks so peaceful. Imagine that in the morning getting up, Richie, you and yeah. I sat on the back having having a cup of tea out on those tin cups that you get when you're Beautiful, camping. Beautiful, yeah. Under the stars. And then we all the only thing we've got to decide is where we'll do the show from and then more up next to the nearest pub. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> idea. We'll run it past the boss. He can't say no. He cannot say no. Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Dave in Telford has got in touch, uh, offering us a four-berth narrowboat that we can use. It's got no electricity, so we'd need a generator, but this is for when we're back on home time and we're going to take the show out on the canals. Out on the ocean, kind of the river waves. what we want to do. We've got no permission for this yet, but uh, it's the germ of an idea. We can take Emma with us. Emma, would you be up for coming on our little narrowboat? Yeah, I'd love to. A week's worth on there. A good week, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What would you like to do? What would be your role on board our ship? I really would like to, um, I don't know if you're supposed to do this, but I'd like to climb up onto a bridge while the canal boat goes underneath and jump back over the other side without missing the boat. You absolute little tinker. I mean, they, they do pootle along, so I reckon it's probably doable. I'm, I haven't, haven't seen signs saying don't. I, exactly. I hear that there's a lot, sometimes a lot of moaning with the locals if you got people turning up from the city and they're mucking about on the narrowboat. Oh, you, oh, really? you don't want to get us in trouble, get our name taken, Emma. Well, maybe the narrowboat community can get in touch with us and let us know whether Emma's activity is frowned upon. It might have a name. You know, like there's like gerrymandering and all those kind yeah, of things. Like, uh, like locking or something? Locking. That's <laughs> no, all we know. Let it's us called, know. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's not speculate. 